tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Welcome along to Tip Today, 1800-938-007. Our free phone number won't cost you anything to make that call. And Ali is looking after the programme today. And we wish you a spooktacular Halloween. Today on this Halloween bank holiday, that spooky music for those movie buffs uh, out there among you uh, from the movie Halloween, of course. We'll be speaking to our own Andrew Luby a little later on in the show who will uh, go through some of the scariest of the Halloween movies. So we'll be talking about that in the second hour of uh, the programme. More scary stuff coming up in the programme this morning because I'll be speaking to Johnny Luby in just a little while. Also, Father Iggy O'Donovan will talk to us on the Halloween tradition. We speak to a Cork-based witch ahead of the celebrations and our Friday panel will unpack the hot topics of the week. So all of that and much, much more on the way. You can text and WhatsApp 083 311 You can email tiptoday at tipfm.com. Johnny Luby is with me. Good morning to you, Johnny. Fine. How's it going, bye? I'm very well indeed, Johnny. Uh, you're not going to scare us on this uh, Halloween or anything, are you? No, friend, although I was in the bridge house last night in Golden there for a few minutes and uh, they're certainly getting into the swing of things there with uh, spooky things hanging up around the place and everything else. So I think they have uh, men dressed up as women and... (laughs) Oh, that's not the usual now. Sean is very much into the swing of things in there, so there'll be a big crowd in the bridge house tomorrow night. I think it's in aid of the tidy villages or ah, something like good, that. Very good, very good. Will you be yeah, there but, yourself? Yeah, I was, yeah. Just, I was, I was, I'd be afraid to dress up in case uh, somebody, <laughs> <laughs> in case somebody had filed for me, friend. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, yeah, it is, uh, look, it's such a great time for the kids and the whole lot, you know, yeah, they're really good. into it, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely, out. yeah. Do you remember Halloween celebrations when you were a young dad, Johnny? Were, were they anything no. like today? No. Uh, no, but we used to do simple things, you know, the snap apple and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, putting a coin into the water and you're trying to uh, uh, soak it up and uh, that's how you're getting a belt on the nose uh, from this apple swinging around, you know, and your hands behind your back. But uh, they were all the simple things. But now, of course, they're into, different, uh, uh, they're into a, a different kind of a, a crack and all of that. But anyway, it is what it uh, is indeed. Yeah. Best of tip awards. You were there in great style the other night, complete with a red Tie. That's right, Jeff. And they were like likening me to uh, Donald Trump with the red tie <laughs> and the white shirt. <laughs> and uh, but we had a great night there. You know, it was a, a wonderful.
wonderful start to uh, hopefully this uh, will continue because there was a great buzz of, mm. around the place and many of the businesses there, I suppose all of them, they were represented on the night and uh, they enjoyed the crack and they cheered on their, uh, whoever they were after voting for and things like that. I had the uh, honour of doing the uh, the pubs in Tipperary. Now I probably have to do about 160 pubs but find the amazing thing about it is I actually never voted because I found it very hard to distinguish oh, from yeah. one to 160 uh, and that but the Arch Bear was the most appropriate winner you know the, we, I think we did a Tip FM program there one morning yes, at indeed. Uh, 9 o'clock okay. and they look, if I could say confidentially I got a terrible quick point about half past 9 in the morning <laughs> <laughs> and with the clock in the background uh, the governor <laughs> the, the, Pat, came Pat out Hayes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they said but I'd, uh, I'd always say look I, I, I didn't I didn't drink the pint you know just that I had it in absolutely front of it, was, it was just there for decoration John. But, uh, that's all the food the food in the Anadolu night was absolutely beautiful, yeah. superb. You know, uh, uh, everybody said that what a wonderful night it was. And for many people, it was probably the first time in the Anadolu and they couldn't get over it. And it's a magnificent setup there that yes. they haven't told us. And that, and I mean, the uh, parking uh, was top class, but they actually ran out of parking space. And yeah, there were so was many such a people crowd. there. Yeah, it was a you crowd. know, it was uh, yeah. fantastic. I met a few uh, the first cousins there. They're from Boris, uh, Boris Eilid, mm-hmm. but uh, there's one or two of them living in. Uh, uh, Killer One McDonald's and of course uh, 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 with their colours and the black and white and that they'll be shouting on Killer One McDonald's in the county final replay on Sunday and I think Fran uh, I mean last weekend when we said that the county final should should be on at half past four mm. I will say when it was on at half four we were saying it should be on at three o'clock and lo and behold it's on at three o'clock uh-huh. now uh-huh. Where, uh, by the power of the four penny road you can't <laughs> beat it you can't beat it yeah. should that have been done and dusted though last weekend I should, yeah, Fran, yeah. in my book, because yeah. it gives a... I mean, like, you have teams out now for the next... Uh, um, this weekend again, and the winners are out the following weekend against the top-class team from Waterford Belly Gunner. Mm. Should have been over and done with last weekend, and in my book, for what it's worked uh, and, and kicked on. I, I don't know, the standard of holding... Uh, I, Personally, I'd like to have seen it of a higher standard, but uh, it was tremendously exciting. And uh, I wasn't able to go, but about 45 or 50 miles away, I got the commentary of uh, on Tip FM. And it was a fantastic uh, day or two uh, uh, hear the commentary, you know. And look, well done to Ross Gray on there, uh, achieving the oh, senior standards again. It was brilliant, brilliant. for them. Commiserations to Got the whole Glen Gold. They're a wonderful club up there. Uh, but their time will come. I mean, like they were coached to the last and that. And the holding was of a fairly good standard in the Premier Intermediate uh, and that but uh, I suppose this weekend you have the, the big scene of Finland again and prior to that then you have Laura Dora against uh, Money Goal I suppose an all known forum Laura Dora should win by about 10 points but because I saw uh, uh, Money Goal and uh, and Skeena Rinky last Saturday in Borlehan right. uh, and that uh, and Frank was quite a good game uh, uh, but uh, uh, Moneygall I suppose if they had distributed their passes better they possibly w- would have won by an extra few points but they played in the rinky they stuck it out to the very last and they were leading for maybe 50 odd minutes of the game uh, and that young John Lillis was the referee and done I thought done a superb job but uh, I must say one thing Fran about Borlehan Dweller and their beautiful pitch there in Borlehan as you go through the facility 
Celsius friend in all GA clubs. Uh, they have improved a ton from the you know and yeah. look walking around Borla and you see the hurling wall and you see the dressing rooms and you see the second pitch and you the railings all around. It's a superb place, superb venue to hold the game and fair play to them. You know with the bingo and that on a Monday night like it's it, it, it's great. a wonderful. There was no dressing rooms in your day, Johnny. No. <laughs> no, not, you just talked out, but uh, I suppose, yeah. friend, the Camogie then, uh, I got to visit the Camogie then after all of that between uh, Drum and Inch and fair play to the girls from Drum and Inch. They had a fantastic victory. I think it's either three in a row or four in a row. And uh, Canolty Ross Moore, again, are the bridesmaids, but they played superb. And there was a huge crowd there in uh, in their, uh, in their the Camogie grounds in, in the rag. Uh, and look, fair play to them all for serving up a wonderful hours uh, uh, holding. Or Camogie, and friend, we are Jordan then to Skians in Bohorn or Crusher. Oh, great it's, pub. It's, the, the Witch Way Inn, is yeah, the Witch Way Inn, yeah. yeah cause, uh, was Lucy uh, there? Was Lu- uh, did Lucy uh, look after you? Yeah, the, the, uh, hey, I'll tell you, they, they actually thought I would, for a minute that I was you, and they gave me a free pint. <laughs> so I need to say, friend, I took it, and that was it. But uh, we came back then yeah. to your man in. in, in uh, Oh, in Canalty Village there, uh, what's to call him at all at all, doing the, the chipper van. I had two of the grandchildren with me, and of course, uh, they were the lights to get the nest load of chips and sausages and everything else. So, yeah. But it's all part to the crack. But I suppose, friend, uh, the uh, the uh, big golden last night, friend. What? I must give it a mention. They had a huge crowd there. Mm-hmm. My, my missus went for the first time in a couple of years, and uh, my sister Betty from Cairns, my sister Mary back from Australia, of course. Betty won 120 euro. Go on. Yeah, so she was wow. absolutely thrilled. Uh, Danny Alice's wife, Jodie, won 170 euro. So you could say that Townsend of a test levy took 300 last night. Nelly was there in all our glory. Was she? Friend. What a woman after getting the uh, knee done and the whole lot. She told me confidentially again that to give Billy a mention the way he lifts her leg every morning, every morning <laughs> doing the exercise I said to Nelly I said once he doesn't lift his own leg I said you're lucky but I mentioned in Golden Fran they have bingo then on the bank holiday Monday they were right. hoping to have the drive-in bingo but due to the wet weather bingo goes ahead in the hall in Golden at 3 o'clock and they're looking forward to a fantastic crowd again and of course Fran in Cashel uh, the Halloween craft uh, food market in the Holland of Felix Sunday from 10.30 to 4 o'clock on Sunday, this Sunday, the 30th of October. The small businesses are hugely involved and they have all kinds of uh, stalls, games, entertainment for kids and the whole lot. So the Holland Affair at Halloween Craft is certainly the place to go. Uh, from the uh, schools, the Hearty Cup, uh, I suppose commiserations to... Uh, Casual yeah. community school were beaten by three points by our scholarish. And the first thing I looked at, uh, and no, I wasn't there, so I, I can't understand why uh, Casual Community School played beyond in the Limerick venue in Capamore. And uh, nothing at all wrong with the venue, but just that you're going into the lines and taking on our scholarish. Yeah. And lo and behold, the Limerick referee as well, Johnny Murphy from Belly Landers. We don't seem to have any great luck with Johnny in Seniors or whatever the case may be. And seemingly he'd done a good job, but that's neither here nor there. I'd be going to court for a referee or clear. Yeah. 
Uh, and that, that's the way I think it should be done. But anyway, it, it wasn't done that way. But cash will still have a huge chance of going yeah, through. Of course. Robert has uh, that chipper, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. Christ yeah. above, friend. Uh, that's it. Friend, I was in, what's to call it, the other night. They're expecting you to call there as well. Where's that? In the, the new place, Lowry's in Tipperary Town. It's still under the name of Lowry's. Tony and Maeve have retired. And uh, Liam Hogan and Patrick Ruddy and Steph at Lowry's Bear, Tipperary. Uh, they look forward to seeing you in there someday. And uh, you're to uh, uh, make, your, make yourself known when you get in there. I will. I will, uh, of course. Yeah, looking and, uh, forward to it. I suppose, friend, uh, one must uh, extend sincere sympathies to the uh, Welsh family in coal mine, first of all, uh, and the death of John Welsh. He'd be uh, Father Joe that does the Tipperary Sunday morning programme there with Father Coffee from Golden. Mm. He'd be his dad, a uh, wonderful oh, man uh, in his 90s. Yeah. Uh, and I just lived there at the Bad Bend in coal mine. I'd have known John for 50 odd years. He was a tremendous lorry driver, bulk milk driver with Evan Moore Creamers when they started off going round to all the farms collecting the uh, bulk milk mm. back maybe 45 or 50 years ago and John was a lovely man and uh, in every sense of the word and was a most obliging guy to uh, if you asked him at 8 o'clock in the evening if there any chance you'd go out and collect milk off such a farmer because the electricity is gone they need it collected immediately there was no better man than John Welsh of coal mines so the Lord have mercy upon him and uh, simply to his family and of course Fran we were numbed with uh, sadness when we heard of the death last Monday morning of Tommy Malone from Cashel. I'm still shocked over it, to be honest. Yeah, Fran, uh, uh, what a man. I'd have known uh, Tommy, I suppose, for close on uh, 54 or 5 years, mm. uh, going to school in Cashel and everything else. An absolute gentleman in every sense of the word, as indeed were all the Maloney's in for Cashel. Sure. They were involved sure. hugely in the fruit and veg and everything else. But Tommy died suddenly in uh, Lanzarote and Tone and the family, uh, again, our sincere sympathies. Indeed, uh, Tommy was also a music man as well. Uh, loved to play the drums and that and played at my young one's wedding oh, maybe 15 or 16 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and and I played with Tommy, of course, for years and years uh, in Joe's Five along with uh, Liam and Pat. And God, yeah, I, I, I still can't get over it, to be honest with you. I thought, Fran, you were, you were going to say... <laughs> Were you the whore that, that had the wedding in Dundrum and never, and never paid us? So, <laughs> well, you see, Tommy would. Tommy was such a gentleman, he keeps stuff like that to himself, you see. That's, that's he what, would, it, yeah. what he'd do. But yeah. uh, the, certainly the village of Golden, as indeed all the villages around, uh, when you see the tallest uh, uh, milk van uh, and that, and Tommy in full flow oh, in and out of Liam Sullivan's shop in Golden, I mean, like they were stunned there because there, uh, not Friday morning, he'd often give the girls that were in the counter the other cap of cream and that was greatly appreciated you know and yeah. that, that they were stunned Fran yeah. uh, as indeed and that funeral was on on Sunday evening please God from half five to half seven uh, in uh, Devitts in Cashel yes, so the burial on, on Monday as well on Monday yes yeah, so yeah. we better wind our way there because we certainly will. I, I'd mentioned David Maloney now and again I think a nephew of Tommy's mm. certainly related uh, in the handball world as well and you know they're involved in Cashel King Cormac's Jojo uh, and, and Timmy and, and of course Johnny by uh, known as the we used to call him the Quiffer because he had a great greyhound 40 odd years ago the Quiffer and I think won about maybe 20 odd races uh, and that but uh, look those were the days and of course friend, I knew that dad well as well old Joe we used to call him old Jojo he'd be singing uh uh, when we when we'd be uh, meet him uh, himself and Billy Fitzell who was after Fitzell, oh, great, dead. Great uh, man, yeah. I'll always it's as much I always remember. I always remember Billy Phil, Billy Fitzell in full voice singing when they knocked down the old pine tree oh, and God. took it away to the mill. 
you know, they were the days, weren't they? Oh, uh, stop. Yeah, I remember the, the truck Tommy's father used to drive. I, just all coming back to me now as a child. I remember, got, friend, you're actually older than I thought you were. There you are. Now it just goes friend, to show, you know. Wasn't that, wasn't that young one uh, the other night absolutely brilliant? Cara, Cara Darmody, uh, yeah. Oh, stop the lights, unbelievable. You know, and, uh, uh, that, and I've no doubt, friend, she will go places. Oh, oh so. my gosh, she, she reminds me not but a young one that was around 40 odd years ago. She knows it all. Yeah. Uh, I wish her the very best of luck in the in the leaving cert and that. I just said, take your time reading the things. I know that, Mr. Luby. She <laughs> Did she? She was polite and lovely, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> what do you make of all the, the discussions we were having during the week then? Uh, refugees and, you know, the fact we're, we're finding it difficult to accommodate oh, yeah. right. them now. Uh, I honestly believe that Matthew McGrath was dead right when he said when it reached 25 or 30,000 people, uh, refugees, that uh, we should take a pull at the moment and see what facilities are available and things like that. Mm. But no and behold, he was inclined, he was maybe blown out of the waters mm. by uh, government TDs and senators and everybody else, an absolute disgrace that we cannot and have not got the facilities. And of course, our facilities here are barely covering ourselves from mm. hospital to education to social welfare and the whole lot. Uh, we should definitely, uh, the government admit themselves now that they're going to try and tell them, look, we have uh, no place for you to lie down at the moment. And to me, it is an absolute disgrace the way that, the way that we are treating them. But we should have taken a poll a good few months ago mm. uh, and seen and, and to see what, what uh, uh, facilities we have. Yeah. Then, friend, I was looking at TDs allowed claim office energy bills under 20,000 allowance. Yeah. TDs what? can claim the cost of, of their constituency office energy bills under a taxpayer-funded allowance for public representatives. Uh, the 20,350-year allowance can also be used to pay for some of the domestic elect- electricity and gas bills if they use part of their home as a constituency office. Wow. That means that if you ring a TD at maybe 11 o'clock at night and he's inside in the bed and, and uh, he has to turn on the light, <laughs> well, straight away, who is going to check it all out? To me, it isn't. Uh, to me, friend, I, look, it gets better. Well, Michal Martin said that the offices exist to work on behalf of the constituents and the allowance hasn't gone up to meet any increases in expenditure. So he... But your friend, they, they have an answer for everything. The plain facts of the matter is, is that if you have a guest uh, heater inside in the kitchen and you bring it into the bedroom or into the sitting room if it is cold and... Mm. and uh, I, look, I think the whole thing is a bloody sham. Oh, just have no doubt about it. And then you see how much your local TDs claimed on expenses and the senators, and that the senators are allowed maybe twelve, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand a year. I mean. The, there's nobody out there to say, lads, this, we have to take a pull on this. Uh, and that. Then you hear uh, uh, Leo Varadkar, uh, uh, look, they're saying, just take him in, the refugees. Mm. Yeah. You know, and friend, where's all the money coming from? You see, they're creating the panic themselves. Uh, they're, they're causing uh, everything to be uh, uh, way more costly uh, by doing what they're doing. They're just throwing money as a problem. It was 400 euro uh, a month, whatever it was, the allowance. Yeah. Uh, and then they just said, look, we'll double it up to 800. Mm, just, to, like, just to get people to open their homes, I suppose. Yes, yeah, yeah. but friend, they don't give two continental hoots of where the money is coming from. Mm. You know, I mean, like... The and what are you money, saying to me, Johnny, that we'll have I'm to pay, that, pay the piper down the line somewhere, is that yeah, it? That's it, yeah. Money causes problems. Mm. And that's what they're doing. Money will not solve a problem, friend. There's no point in throwing money at it and think that the problem will go away. Mm. But they're creating the problems the whole time. Uh, look, look, how many times do we say it? Uh, they can look after nothing. Uh, probably, possibly, 
the, this government is in office now for what, 10 or 12 years. Mm. And where are they going? Only adding cost the whole time. They're not able to solve the children's hospital thing above costing 2.5 billion. If I give an estimate for you to fix a gate at home that was 100 euro, I'd have to be as near as I could to, to have, a, have that. Of course gate. you would. Yeah. And, and and now you have all the, the top class accountants and quantity surveyors and the whole lot in the central cost one, 1. 1.2 billion. And we thought that was a lot to discover that is now 2.4 billion. Yeah, it's Nobody it's gives a continental hoosh. Yeah, it's it's all crazy. I, I I don't know where it's going to end up. There's a couple of people pointing out things about you. Andy Maloney was on to say Johnny might not have refereed a West final, but his boots did. He gave oh, me a loan of his know, boots yeah. one time. I forgot mine, but they were better suited for a donkey. Says Andy <laughs> Maloney. And, well, and, I delighted giving him a size nine when I know him when he wearing a size eleven. <laughs> and uh, of course, we're hearing from our friends in Mulnahone again. I hope uh, that Johnny is going to mention the Mulnahone ladies win because they are listening right now. Johnny. Well, Fred, the very best of luck to them. You see, I, I didn't mention them because I might as well tell you the truth. They were in an All-Ireland final and I said I'd go down and, and yes. maybe I'd win to goal for the crack and the whole lot. And do you know what, I, do you know what they said? What? That, uh, uh, that the, the ladies wouldn't be concentrating on their training that week only thinking of myself in goal. <laughs> so, Fred, straight away I took the home. The home and that's Did you? It. Right. Right. But anyway, friend, listen to me. Them ladies in Mullinahone, Mother of God above tonight, fair juice to them and heartiest congratulations to them. But, friend, what do you think of the, uh, the likes of the Waterford setup now in the scene of Holland? <laughs> Where you have what David you, Fitzgerald. What do you mean asking me that? What would I know about that? Right. You have David Fitzgerald gone yes. in, and that's yeah. fair enough. And lo and behold, he, t- he takes Owen Kelly from Mullinahone, which he does. Yeah. And. Then he brings on that fella, uh, Donico O'Callaghan. Mm-hmm. What in the name of God does he know about Holland, Frank? I know he's with Davy in Ireland's fittest family, but there must be savage money in county boards to be paying the whole lot. I actually don't even think that Donico O'Callaghan is a great rugby analyst. Right. He was. He was. But well, maybe good knows player. about he knows about strength and conditioning and all this fitness stuff now. Maybe is but that is friend, that what it is? I look, listen to me, the whole time. And then, of course, what do we do in Tipperary? We what? take to- Tony Brown back from Waterford to Tipperary. To the case of, it's like a... a I stepped out jail. and I stepped in again. <laughs> and, friend, nobody what? looks from me. And I would tell him a few home truths. Right. I tell him, like the man told us in Golden years and years ago when we were playing cash in the West Holland final. Mm. Uh, he said, we have plenty of holies. He says, and number one, and use him. And he finished off by saying, fine, he didn't say if a row breaks out. He says, when, when, the, war, when the war breaks out, he said, use your holies. And this fella puts up his hand and he says, what will I do? Because your man was very quiet, but a great holler, a fella from Golden. Yeah. He says, whatever you do, he says, will you keep six inches for yourself? <laughs> Which meant that he was going to get rid of Donald Trump, he bloody inches. Anyway, I hope, friend. I, I, I All hope right, Johnny. I hope his lashing rain above in Newport and that Timmy Flight is caught on his bloody mom and more. <laughs> Good luck, Johnny. Right, Good luck. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye bye. The great Johnny Luby there with his weekly ramblings for us. Uh, 1800-938-007. The text and WhatsApp is 83 Tip today with Fran Curry With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.